0: Alright boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio
1: for this one? 80-20. 80-20 you're here or 80-20 you're on the road? Don't worry about it.
2: Play the intro!
3: Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
2: Someone sounds like they're coming on the train. <laughs> Yo, what's
1: up? This is Paul Bissonnette and Mike Cornelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm
0: Matt from Surrey, New
3: Westminster, North Van, and you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
2: Here are your hosts, Jake Jude.
0: McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time.
2: Marcus Keller.
0: Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between.
2: And Tyler Olivson.
1: Chismenko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys.
3: It's the Vancouver Boys podcast. Woo! Welcome! <laughs>
2: I wanna hear Marcus beatbox. Oh yeah, I wanna hear that too. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> was so was that bad? <laughs> no, it was pretty good, but like uh, you made the bass drop at the same level as the whole <laughs> song. <laughs> sort
1: of <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Alright, was that enough? That's of the good, for that's you? good. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to episode 97 of the Vancouver Boys podcast. I am your host this week, Tyler Erlinson, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-hosts, Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And Alex Smith. I hate UC Sorrows. Yeah, well, don't worry. There's nobody here to defend (laughs) that short (laughs) little guy. That's that's a very good way to announce that Jake is not here. (laughs) Right now, anyway. He just texted me. He should be joining us in a little bit. It's funny that such a big guy likes such a little goalie. It's like it's like tall it's like tall guys and short girls. You know how like the the tallest guys are always with the shortest girls. <laughs>
0: well, that's Jake and his his girlfriend his girlfriend Yussi. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Jake. <laughs>
1: Way to take advantage of him not being here. Holy shit!
2: Uh,
1: oh, that's terrible. <laughs> But well, you're right, though. Yeah. It, why does
2: that happen so much? It's funny. How we never brought that up.
1: I don't know. But the tallest guys are always with the <laughs> shortest girls. Yeah. Like, like my sister's like five foot two. Yeah. And her boyfriend's like six five. Yeah, I I don't get that. It don't make any sense. Like I guess it's illegal to date children, so you just date really short women. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
2: Oh, let's, oh let's boy. <laughs>
1: <that> <laughs> Alright, reel her back in. Lock her in, boys. We uh we gotta get to we gotta get to some hockey talk and stuff, but uh before we do that.
3: I oh. want to know what
2: to bet on.
0: <laughs>
3: it's Tyler's surprise. Money line. Oh yeah.
0: Brought to you by BetStamp. By using the BetStamp app, you can line shop across all sportsbooks to ensure you're finding the best value available on your wagers. BetStamp allows you to track verified bets across all major sportsbooks. This allows you to keep track of different accounts and build a more credible record. On BetStamp, you're able to follow other BetStamp users to be instantly notified when they are tracking picks. Following winning users is a great way to find new bets. You can download the BetStamp app or sign in online. And if you're new, you can sign up with promo code Vancouverboys to help support the show. And remember, make sure to follow all gambling regulations in your area.
1: I don't know how to bring in my own segment, all right? This is not easy. But that was quite tough. Oh, yes. In fact, we, we got lots to bet on. Thanks to Betstamp and their line shopping, I'm going to be able to find you guys some Absolute banger picks. How have your last picks done? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like they haven't been, that I, been banger I, <laughs> we, need to, we need to separate your picks from how good your picks could be if you use Betstamp. Yeah. Because if people are following your track record, they're like, this app sucks. No. <laughs> okay. If, if they hit the Rangers that one week, they would have won. So one of your bets hit, basically. I've only been doing this for a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, bets- la- last week, I honestly couldn't tell you how they went because I didn't go back and look. But we still have money in the account, which means we probably won some, <laughs> all right? That's a good way right, to gauge that. Right now, I have an absolute heater going on for March Madness. Um, I couldn't even tell you all the parlayed teams because we don't have that much time. But $10 wins you 191000 So best of luck. Yeah. Just... Women's basketball, bet on it. Take the underdogs because a lot of the underdogs win. But for Saturday, March 25th, the New York Rangers are going to do me a solid and get another win against the Florida Panthers who are pushing for that last playoff Ooh. spot. That's a, that's going to be a tight game, too. Yeah,
2: because they're the Panthers are on a
1: heater since getting Duclair back. They are. They've been playing great. And sorry, this game's on Wednesday or Saturday? Saturday, Saturday. the 25th. It should be noted that we're recording this on Wednesday, too. So I don't have the odds yet, but come Friday, check Bet Stamp, and you guys will get the best odds. Another close game, the Boston Bruins against the Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Oh, that will be a fun game.
1: And I like the Tampa Bay Lightning in that game. Yep. I'm also going to throw a little change-up. Tampa Bay Lightning to win, Nikita Kucherov to score a goal. Ooh. A little parlay there for you. That's fair. That's fair. So <laughs> that'll win you some good money. Don't don't listen to me if you want to or don't want to. Like I'm not I'm not telling you to make these bets, but but this is what I'm gonna do. So it's what you like. Yeah, exactly. You guys can just see me lose money over here. It's fine. All right, lastly, I have the Buffalo Sabres and the New York Islanders. Another, another game where two teams are fighting for a playoff spot. The Buffalo Sabres have been horrible. The Islanders have been good. Take the Sabres. They're, really? Their luck's about a turn. I don't know. I think Horvat Hattrick is coming up here. I'm waiting for Horvat to get a point. He hasn't had a point in ages. He's had he's had a rough goal, but like he's gonna turn it around, though. He's gonna turn it around. All right. Well, I I hope for his sake that he does. But but those are those are what I'm looking at this week, so you guys can choose to to follow along or or go your own route, I, I or fade them, or or fade them, or you can fade them, tail them, do whatever you want. But let me know, send me a, a DM on Twitter, and uh, let me know what you went with this. Where week. Where can they find you on Twitter? Vancouver Boys underscore. It's a good. It's worth a follow. It's worth a follow. I check it every now and then. It's there's a lot going on there. It's all over the place. We don't know what we're doing, but it's all over the place. Yeah. So with that being said, let's hop into the Canucks news. Marcus, what do you got for us this week? Well, it's been quite the week. But just before we jump into that, I want to remind people of one more thing that I feel like gets lost because it's kind of in the middle of the segment. Use promo code VancouverBoys on BetStamp.com. It is a very good promo code to use when you're signing up. It is very helpful. So definitely when you sign up for BetStamp, because I know a lot of you are, make sure you use that promo code. Promo code Vancouver Boys. That's right. No spaces, no capitals, and most importantly, no underscores. Just Vancouver Boys. Now, Canucks News this week has uh, been on the slower side, there's still some things we've got to talk about. Uh, Over in Europe, Jonathan Leckermacki, or as Jake likes to call him, Johanathon, because Jake... Pronounces it far too European for what it actually is. Uh, came back from an injury to his team and scored in his debut. Oh, in the playoffs. Wow. Is this sorry? Is this like third division? I believe it's second okay, division. Okay. So he moved up. He moved up.
2: But right, nice. he scored in his debut. Okay, and it was
1: a playoff game.
2: And, and this important. was our first round pick last year. Yeah. Yes.
1: Fifteenth overall, or whatever we picked with. Yeah, that's what it was.
2: That would that'd be nice to have on the team right now. It would be.
1: It would, a and a hey, playoff game
2: or, or uh, a goal?
1: <laughs> Any of those. We, we t- score a lot of goals. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. But anyway, there's a chance he could be in Abbotsford next year, possibly. So would love to hang on to that. That would be super neat. Moving along to what I think is becoming quickly the most underrated player, at <sighs> the very least underrated defenseman in the NHL. It is Quinn Hughes. Oh, Elias Petterson. What? De- the defenseman. Oh, right. Elias <laughs> Defenserson. <laughs> <laughs> we got to come up for like a name for this guy. Like we cannot have two Elias Pedersens on the same a- team. We can have EP40 and EP50. EP50. That'd yeah, be kind of funny. That's actually. a weird number to pick, but we got goaltender Elias Pedersen wearing EP50. I saw a meme about that a while ago where he came up in the news and someone said like, hey, you know what? The Sedin twins worked out for us really well. Can we have that again? (laughs) Canucks went, nope. Best we can do is two Elias Pettersons that are not related to each other. (laughs) All right, fair enough. Uh, enough. I thought that was funny. All right, back to Quinn Hughes. Right. Quinn Hughes. So first of all, let's just go to the last game that was played, which was against Vegas. Because again, we're recording this on Wednesday. So they played Vegas last night and Quinn Hughes... Played 29 minutes and 35 cool. seconds. Darnell Nurse numbers. Yeah, this was, by the way, a game that ended in regulation. This wasn't like overtime. This didn't have extra anything on it. That's Basically, he played for half an hour during the game. The next closest defenseman, how much time on ice do you think they had? 22.
2: I was going to say 22 as well. I'll go 21. one. Twenty. Ooh,
1: really? Yeah, and it was Ethan Bear of all well, people, Well, he is too. Hughes' D partner. That is true. That is true. That That's makes a sense. That's nine whole extra minutes that Hughes is playing. Yeah, over every other defenseman. Jesus. So, Bear was really only even could have been his defense partner two-thirds of the time. Yeah. Because the rest of it, he was out there with someone else. Uh, obviously, Hughes has the power play time, too, which is an advantage. But Hughes is breaking records left, right, and center both franchise records and league-wide records for most assists, most points, most points per game. Um, he has... assists to 200 assists. Yeah. Yeah, he did that a while ago. Did he
2: break something recently I didn't see?
1: Yeah, so this one's crazy because this one he actually beat a forward. And this this is only franchise-related, but I still think it's really cool. Quinn Hughes just became the first player to have back-to-back 60-point or sorry, back-to-back 60 assist seasons since Henrik Sedin. Really? He's also the first defenseman to do it since,
2: what, Paul Coffey? Yeah, in the early 90s. Yeah. We've not had somebody go back-to-back with 60 assists since oh, Hank? No. Really? that's And weird. it's crazy
1: that, again, this is a defenseman we're yeah. talking about. Like, just, I think a lot of the stuff he's doing, while also playing on a team that has maybe some of the worst defense in the league, is still putting up these numbers. Yeah. Right? And I know,
2: and his plus minus is above. It's positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we score a lot of goals, but that's never been, like, the Quinn Hughes thing. Like, he's the type of player that, he's like a Brett Burns. Like, you could see him go forward and be completely fine. Dude,
1: it's Brent. I'm not going to keep telling you this. It's Brent Burns. Yeah. Well, you know what? The, the difference You
2: knew who I was talking the about. The difference and that's between all that Brent
1: Burns and Quinn Hughes is Brent
2: Burns is a behemoth. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like like he's always been a really good offensive defenseman. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if he had a better than average defensive game, you'd see him in the likes with all these top defensemen.
1: Well, here's one thing that has gone, again, under the radar. High danger chances on ice. His, this season, he's had an average of 11 per game for him. So, like, we, the Canucks have 11 high danger chances per game with him on the ice. Yeah. And they average one against. That's pretty good. That is an insane stat to me. Yeah. That when he's on the ice, he average throughout a whole game averages one high danger chance against an 11-4. That's insane. Yeah, that is. So the Canucks are what six and one in their last seven. Yeah, they've won. They've won a lot of games recently, but they lost against four. Vegas, which is oh good. sorry, sorry, no, they're they'd be six and two then because they lost to Arizona as well.
3: Yes, that's right.
1: So they're six and two in their last. Say eight, roughly, somewhere around there, right? And this team, if you look at their lineup, is abysmal. It, it's their defense is, God only knows who's going out there. Mm-hmm. They. Philip Hronach just started to skate and they're going to put him in the lineup. Like this defense is only going to get better. Yeah. He'll be back in against Arizona tomorrow, which again will have already happened when this episode yeah. comes yeah, out. Sucks
2: but... Because that would have been great to talk about. Yeah. Well, that'll be in the next episode though. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be the Philip Hronach show. Yeah. We'll yeah. get a couple of games in to see how he actually plays. Yeah. So
1: like this, this defense and this team is just going to get better as the end of the season goes on. So we're, we're literally going to wash ourselves out of a lottery pick. Yeah, it's tough. Like right now they are, they have 70 games played and they have almost an identical record to the team in front of them who has one more point. Do you want to guess who that team is? The St. Louis Blues? It is the St. Louis Blues, who I did not realize were this bad, by the way. Well, I mean, hey, they traded O'Reilly. They traded Tarasenko. They're retooling, all right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And that's a team that can actually retool. Well, they need to figure out their goaltending situation. That's for sure.
2: Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that real quick?
1: What, sure. Jordan Bennington trying to fight everybody? Yeah, this <laughs> guy, insane. like, he brings entertainment to the game for sure, but he's starting to come off as not a very classy character. No, God no. no. I
2: don't think he is, but I think he knows that, and he just embraces the it. The problem is we're paying him $6 million a year for the next, like, four years. And he also lets in, what was it, like, seven goals in the game or something? I think he only let in five,
1: but oh yeah, because he got pulled, he got yanked. <laughs> you know what I think the biggest problem about that whole situation was the linesman not letting yeah, him fly. Bro, no. What they should have let him pissed go pissed me off
2: so like, much. How how do you not let that happen with Flurry telling him this would be fun? Let's do this. Yeah, yeah like exactly. he was mic'd up for it, so you could hear him talking to the linesman saying, "I want to do this. Let me do it." The yeah, they like, were no. both
1: into it, and yeah. I don't get why the linesman wouldn't let them go. They
2: should have let him go. To it, me, that that is bad for the sport.
1: 100%. So I, mean,
2: it's, I mean, it's like what they're doing in the queue. You yeah. guys see that? That they're getting rid of fighting in the queue?
1: Yeah. Like, that's, right. that's insane. Like, okay, the only difference I can see in the queue is you have 16-year-olds and 21-year-olds. So obviously you don't want a 16-year-old to get the wheels beat off him because he hasn't fully developed into his body. But I like mean, when guess. you get into the NHL... You're at minimum 18, 19 years old, and you have to be strong enough to play in the NHL. Yeah, so if yeah. you want to get the wheels beat off you, you're, you're on your own. But, I yeah. mean, when you're 16 or even, like, an underager at 15, you're still a child. Yeah, like, I get where they're coming. Can they fight in the dub? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, they're like, they're still children. Like, <laughs> you should have to fight. Okay, mom. Yeah. <laughs> you should have to fight people your own age, Right. Like, <laughs> that would be a relief. That, yo, oh, you want
2: to go? You, want, you yo, bring your ID. Yo. Yeah, yeah, I got my ID.
1: Yo, <laughs> he's like, uh, I, you got two pieces. <laughs> yo, how <laughs> old are you? Some photo IDs yeah. first. <laughs> oh, you're 21. I'm only 20. Damn it, we can't go, dude. We can't accept your Costco
2: card. That doesn't count. <laughs> uh, oh man. Now your license is expired. Uh, uh, uh.
1: yeah. Write him a ticket. Let's go. That would be really funny if they actually made a rule that was like, you have to be like, if you're 17, you can't fight anyone that's 18 or older. Yeah. If you're 18, you can only fight people 18 and older. Two guys want to go. They're like getting a scrum kind of like, how old are you? How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> be like a club. Anyway. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this line of joking keeps coming up. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, but this all started because I was saying that the Vancouver Canucks are quite low in the standings, and apparently so are the St. Louis Blues. But the Canucks, I think, can still drop to 26th, and I, I think maybe they can stay there. And honestly, if that's where they are, if they are a top seven team or top six team in the lottery, I'll be happy with that. There's a chance. There's a chance. Yes. There's a chance they move up. Could always happen. I think there's a rule though that you can only move up five spots. No, it's spots. 10 spots. Yeah, they changed 10. it. They changed it? Yeah, it's yeah, 10, yeah, 10 it's spots 10. now.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay. I, I don't, I think this year it's going to go to like a team that's not in the top three. Yeah, it, it's going. It's going to be to like a team who's already decent. It's
1: going to be, it's going to be Vancouver's getting Bedard. It's, or or Arizona. It's it's one of the two. I think there's a third one that you're, okay, so we're looking at this from a perspective that they're going to rig it, right? hundred percent. Okay. We, we, Alex, I don't know if we've ever really confirmed with you on that. Are you in that they, they rig the lottery or well, what, what, what are is, your thoughts on that?
2: I'm not in as much as you. Why guys else are?
1: is the draw not actually televised? That's where I'm that at. That is true. I'm, I'm in the same place or they, they televise it, but they show it after it's already happened. Yeah, yeah. So they, they could do like 15 lotteries yeah. and pick the one that they want. Right? Yeah. But here's my thing. So obviously they could rig them to go to Vancouver because this is his hometown and he's been pretty open about like, he's a Canucks fan. This is what he wants. Yep. They could send him to Arizona because that is a struggling market that they have fought tooth and nail to keep alive. The rink deal probably includes that first overall pick that has likely been talked about. And the one sleeper that I could see them rigging it for is Anaheim. And I don't think so. Here's the reason I say that Anaheim, much like Arizona has a really big population but they compete with other sports markets. They're very close to the Los Angeles Kings already as it is. Plus there's lots of professional sports going on in that area of California. So it's hard for them to draw a crowd. But the biggest thing is that population. You put Trevor Zegras and McTavish on a team with Connor Bedard and the other prospects that they have in their system, they will be an elite powerhouse for years I don't think in, in a prime location in say, the States. I don't think Zegers is that good of a hockey player.
2: I don't think he is, but I think the NHL wants him to be. Yeah. They they want well, the NHL face to be they, Zegers they because yeah, want he's his
1: flashiness, but he's not actually so, like a good hockey no, player. He's he's not consistent at all. Oh, yeah. no, he'll, he'll do like he'll do like a Michigan twice a year and then score like six other goals all season.
2: You know where I think his best spot to go to is where Detroit. As much as I don't want him to go there, I think that's where he would do the best with the age and with the players already on that team yeah like can don't think he would gel in vancouver win. i know Elias i just petterson i think that he would do so well Elias just petterson i saw i saw a photoshop of bedard on Go. the on the detroit jersey and it just like it fits so perfect yeah and you're telling me stevie Y is not gonna build the ultimate like he's gonna redo the whole detroit legacy
1: he already is top five team in the next five years i've been saying and this for, for like a whole year yeah the only problem is they are currently 23rd.
2: Yeah, they're a little too good. Yeah. They, they but I are, would love to see them go yeah. there.
1: However, they're only two spots ahead of the Canucks here. But, yeah. like, yeah, the, the, I think they are probably too good. I would love to see Bedard, Patterson, and Kazmenko on a line together. That would that be, would be filthy. filthy. And then Bolvillier, uh, JT Miller, and Ilya Mikheyev, or whatever you want to do. I, I, Sign another big winger.
2: I think he'll go to either the Coyotes or the Canucks but I would love to see him on Detroit.
1: Yeah. It would be insane for for rigging process. It's going to, he's going to go to the coyotes for Columbus. I hope he goes for Columbus's sake. I hope he goes to Columbus, but because then he can play with his buddy, Kent Johnson. One thing I want to bring up because everyone talks about, you know, Oh, what if the Canucks trade for the first um, or the first overall pick, right? If they don't get it. Nobody. And here's the thing You, you think no one is, but here's, here's my question. And it's the only way where I think it's possible. What if the Canucks win second? If so you give they, up second. You you give up the second Patterson overall pick. And Hughes. Whoa! Yeah, that's what they're. Asking. You think that's, that's what, what the that's difference that's is between Fentilly be. and Bedard? One hundred percent is our 100%. best. Our two. Our two best players plus Fentilly. Yes. For Connor Bedard. Yep. Yes. Damn! I wish Jake was here to disagree with you. No. He no. might not though. He but would like, because like the thing about Bedard is he's not only a good player; he literally is a team. of a market can build around. He yeah. brings money. He brings in money to yeah, the market. He does. He like does more like than just make the team. He yeah, yeah, it makes the ends. organization. They're going to want an absolute haul, especially if Vancouver's trade, his hometown team's trying to trade, they're going to ask for even more. Yeah. What if he demands a trade here, though? He's like, I won't even play for you. Well, then they're going to be like, you have to sign your ELC or you're not playing. Like, Yeah. yeah.
2: Send them to the minors.
1: That'd be hilarious. Medard and the AHL. <laughs> No, they send him back to freaking <laughs> uh, Regina Pats. Yeah, send him back <laughs> so to the we Pats. We need him to season for another year. Oh, that'd be nuts. If you gave him another season in Regina. He'd get t- like a 200-goal season. Yeah. yeah. Or you'd get like 500 points playing for Team Canada at the Worlds. <laughs> 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 Canadian legend. Yeah. Bedard breaks 100 points at, at Worlds <laughs> in seven games, and 96 <laughs> points were against Japan or whoever the hell they're playing. <laughs> Oh, good God. Christ. Um, One thing, speaking of the Canucks getting worse and needing to get bad. um, Oliver ekman Larson likely shut down for the season now. So he is done. Or it's likely done. They said there's a chance, but I don't see them rushing him back for any
2: reason. No, there would be no reason to.
1: That that is one of, I think, the biggest question marks in the offseason. Because if you're going to buy someone out, it's probably going to be him. Because he's the one that's on the books the longest. So buying him out would make the most amount of room, but it's also gonna cost the most amount of money to do.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't think you need to buy him out. Like we're not contending for a cup next year. Elite
1: goal scorer next year. You heard it
2: here, folks. We're not contending next year. Like he'll be a serviceable serviceable defenseman. Mm. Like Especially yeah, he makes like a lot, but at the same time,
1: imagine him and Myers on the third D pairing. <laughs> oh, 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 dude, there's like 14 million dollars right there for a third D pairing. At least, this is the other thing. Myers is off the books at the end of next year. Now we're resigning, so, so that's why he is the guy that I know that they've talked about. Oh, we can trade him and maybe we'll give up a second to get rid of him. No, don't do that. Hold on to him for one more year because we're yeah. not going to make the playoffs anyway. And then let them I, go for
2: free. Uh, I think I think we could make the playoffs. I'd be very uh, okay. You're right. We With could a make fully the, healthy team, like no injuries, obviously. Yeah. I think that there's a possibility that we could be in the hunt.
1: We, you're right. Okay, playoffs are a possibility. I should rephrase. They're not going to win the cup. No. Right. So that's so so, the point. Yeah. Exactly. Why would you? Why would you sell off valuable pieces for something that you're not going to win anyway? Yeah. Right. Don't don't bother. And I think the last major thing I wanted to touch on, and this went very underrated. It was reported that Vince Dunn was made available to the Vancouver Ooh, Canucks. I saw this. For, oh, for ow. the same pick. And by the, just before I go on here, Tyler will remember this. I was screaming at the Canucks to go get this guy. I love Vince Dunn. Cause I, I said early on, it was like, this guy's going to be good. St. Louis has to get rid of him. You need to go after this guy. And as it turns out, the Canucks could have had him for the same draft pick they gave up for Jason Dickinson.
2: Ah, oh. what, what? Oh God.
1: Did Dickinson I, has been up and down from the AHL to the Chicago fucking Blackhawks.
3: Oh, oh.
1: And Vince Dunn is like one tier below Norris candidate. Okay, he's not oh, that, he's, no, he, he's that good. He's quite good. I know
2: he's good, but like... Yeah. I, I said, a tier below Norris okay, candidate. Fair.
1: Like, he's not
2: Norris, I but would, like... Yeah, I would pay a, a lot more than that. I would pick. say
1: I would say top 15 defensemen in the NHL. Man's got 57 points this year. He's
2: 57?
1: 13 goals, 44 assists. Oh, my God. Averaging 23 in a, almost 24 minutes a game of ice. How old is he? And only 15 power play points. <laughs> you say he's only 15. it's <laughs> like damn 26 oh, so he would have bit he would have fit in perfectly with this core wow he puts up numbers that are like again a step below Quinn Hughes you have Quinn Hughes and whoever you, then you have Vince Dunn and Philip Horonic. yeah I was gonna say heronic would be partner. and then you got Oel Tyler Myers and you know what the war the for me the most offensive part of this story. Is that the reason the Canucks didn't go after him is he plays the left side. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> or like, uh, it's so frustrating that they let things like that. Hold them back. It's like, okay, acquire him and work around He's it. Then 57 bloody points. Yeah. We have too many left-handed D He's I only... argue. We don't have enough of anything right now. Oh, no, that, that, that's, that just drove tough me nuts. I loved him when he was in St. Louis. I was so sad to see him go. But they took him in the expansion draft.
2: I didn't know he was that nasty. Oh,
1: dude, I he's, knew he was good, but he's not nasty. That good. Nasty.
2: What was the draft pick? Do you know? Wasn't a it a second third? or third or something? I thought it was a third.
1: I I, yeah, I think Jason was, Dickinson was It was a third. A third. It oh, was a third. Yeah. Mm. So we could have had Vince Dunn for a third round pick. Wow. Instead, we got Jason <laughs> Dickinson, who we then sent to the Blackhawks. And I don't even remember what the return was on that package. It was not Vince. It Dunn. was no. It was Jason Dickinson and a draft pick to just to get rid of him. Yeah, that's right. It was too. Yeah. We had to give up to get rid of him. but oh, God
3: God
1: damn. Yep. but I want to love, uh, I love f- the team. I want to so focus Chris. on one quick positive and then we'll jump into the end. Box. Oh, nah, I'm, whoa, quit. whoa. I'm quitting a positive. I'm quitting positive. That's Marcus our positive.
2: It being positive about the Canucks.
1: Now, and this is partly why I want to do this is I've realized that as of late, I have been a tad leaning towards the negative side, (laughs) a A tiny bit, a
2: little bit
1: about some things. (laughs) And I guess here's something I want to say, like everything I've said up until now, I still stand by it and I still think it's true, but you have to acknowledge when things are going right too. And right now I think you can see potential for this team. Right. With Demko being back and you see the way they're playing in front Uh-oh. of him, you're starting
2: to see glad the parade, Uh-oh. what they're building. I think we went through this last year. <laughs> the hopes it's,
1: are going up. Now, here's the thing. This is why I didn't want to be positive. <laughs> right. Is because I'm like, this, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Last year, I remember being like, oh, yeah, this team. But last year, it was like half a season.
3: Yeah, you it's know, it different. was so long yeah, and you're like, this oh,
1: they're, they're climbing back. They're climbing back. <laughs> and it wasn't even like last year they had a major injury or anything. It was just a coaching change, yeah. right? This year, Demko, since he's been back, by the way, has had a 924 save percentage. Yeah, he's been killing it. Those are crazy numbers, right? You have a goalie that plays even somewhat consistently like that all season. This team is not where it is now. It is bare minimum fighting for a playoff spot. Oh, easily. And no, you don't want to lean on your goalie too much. But it seems like management knows that they need to fix the defense, and that's what their goal is going into the summer. If they can address that need without spending too much money, I definitely think this team makes the playoffs next year. And there is a glimmer of hope that a retool could work. Well, we will, could will probably it... get Vince done for a first <laughs> and a prospect
2: now. <laughs> okay, so when you say to fix the defense without paying too much mm-hmm. what would be paying too much for like uh just a, a a decent top four defenseman what is too much in your head because for the amount for the amount of times that we talk about how much they need defense defense problem is we have way too many on the books well like let's just say like just in an ideal world like everything can work out without needing all the nitty-gritty details what would you be willing to pay up for just an average top four defense
1: an average top four d-man i'm thinking you here's what i would do at this point the the way that this franchise is leaning i would package rathbone in a trade because any team that you're taking a good defenseman from is probably going to want to have at least a developing defenseman
2: in return right but, but he's not your main piece right no no you're probably like you're if you're throwing Rathbone and you're throwing in I think at least a Besser or a Garland Ooh. and a and a pick.
1: Okay, well, yeah. Here, here's the thing though: Garland is someone who, as much as I like him, his contract makes him near worthless. Yeah. Let's let's trade away Garland, Rathbone, and our first this year. Get us a good defenseman, Noah Dobson. Wow. You know what? For, for Sure. For Noah Dobson, I will do that. You know but what? New York no. never what sells we're going to be Dobson.
2: doing, we're going we're to send our get first Horvath round pick, back. Besser and Rathbone for Matt Dumba. That's what the Canucks are going to do. <laughs> that is a very Canucks <laughs> That's move That's what they're going to do.
1: Or they're yeah. going to be like, oh, oh I,
2: I found this guy in the wild. Like, he's crazy. or, or they're gonna Anywhere's make a, an assistant captain. Yeah,
1: they're going to make a massive play on Eric Carlson. <laughs>
2: Oh, imagine. oh, my. That would be such a connection. <laughs> we could
1: play OEL and Eric Carlson. You know why Here, Here's <laughs> I mean, what I was going $20 million. Say. Dollars. If they, if they dumped OEL and next next year, not this year, next year's first, the 2024 first round pick for Eric Carlson, I would take that. Because here's the thing, they're contracts. Yeah, but we also almost have to cancel no, almost, cancel. no, we have to throw in Garland
2: too. Yeah, we would need. That would be hilarious makes, like, that we London that we
1: acquired run. Garland and Ekman <laughs> Larson in a trade and then sent them both away in another trade. Yeah. That dude, would be really funny. Garland OEL and a first for Eric Carlson. Jesus, that just feels like a repeat of how we got them in the first place, though. Just yeah, packaging same. bad contracts with firsts to bring
2: in more bad contracts. Like, I know we have an expensive defense corps, but that's San Jose Sharks when they had Carlson, Burns, and Vlasic. Vlasic? Yeah. Vlasic made, like, 8 mil. Burns made, like, 10, and Carlson made, like, what, 10 and a half or something?
1: I think Carlson makes 11 and a half or, or oh, 10 Yeah, and a half yeah I forgot. You know what? I'm taking back my trade proposal. Yeah. Like, I, I was forgot It made quite I think it's like, like, like 11 million. Here's the, I'm, just, I'm very desperate to get OEL off the books, right? And yes. that's going to be tough to do. <laughs> so
2: we'll bring in someone who makes make even 4 more. 4 million which, more. Which we did to get him, and then Marcus complained that we traded for a guy who gets paid for more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I. For, that's the for thing. For an older
2: Swedish defense. I, I, I don't know how to get <laughs> rid of this guy. Because
1: <laughs> my, my biggest
2: problem before
1: was that they traded away Beagle, Roussel, and Erickson. All of their contracts expired the next season. So it was like, if if we just held on for one more year and acknowledged we were going to suck, we would have been out of cap hell, you know, instead they missed the playoffs anyway, and ended up with Garland and OEL on their team. All right. Well, I got some, I got some more positive news for Canucks fans out there. We'll, we'll change it up away from the defense. Is this the inbox by the way? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought we were getting there. We, we got to jump into that soon. Yeah, yeah, this is quick. Okay, Bo Horvat, in his last 10 games, oh my. has one goal and one assist and is a minus three. Ooh. JT Miller, in his last 10 goals, has eight goals, eight assists, <laughs> and is a plus seven. Jesus. Okay, here's what you should keep in mind, though. I think someone on Horvat's line was... Barzell's out, right? Yeah. Bar- it Bar- doesn't matter. Out. They scored seven goals last game and five the game before, and he couldn't even get in on either of them.
2: Yeah, well, he's a, he's a morale guy. You know, he's, he's on the bench, hyping the team up. He's a, he's a very good leader. Yeah. And,
1: and I think this is just a lull. And I think this is a very normal thing that happens to the Canucks. Is something seems like, oh, we made the right decision oh, for a did. little bit. Oh. No, no, we did not. This was the right decision. I don't, I don't Look, think
2: it's a, a matter of the right or wrong decision. I think he's going to not going to do well in New York.
1: He's gonna suck there. I don't think. 100%. Well, and he's he, gonna be
2: there for a long yeah, ass time, and, yeah. Yeah. and
1: he does not fit their style. Plan. No, he's gonna be terrible there.
2: Like you look at a guy like Barzell, like how much he would flourish on another team.
1: Yeah, Barzell sucks there too. Everyone sucks there. Now there's
2: a hometown kid
1: we should bring home. If we get Bedard, I wonder if Barzell demands a trade. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the they, are do, are I do think they box. trade together.
1: Yeah. So, oh, there you go. Canucks bring in Barzell, ship out Garland. Bring in Bedard.
2: We're styling Cup contenders.
1: Yeah, this is bring great. In, bring in Eric Carlson. Get rid of OEL. Dude, we're not Cuff. touching
2: the defense. We're just going, <laughs> the best The best defense is offense. Well, our Eric Carlson's going to be playing left wing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: Don't worry about it. All right. Oh, okay, now, before we get into anything, Alex said you wanted to bring something up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah. I, I need to hear what this is. Yeah. Uh, you made it seem like it was not going to be Canucks related. It's right. not at all. Okay. First off.
2: Our listeners are so stupid. What? They voted Panago as the best <laughs>
1: bang for your okay. buck pizza. This was a few weeks ago, but yeah, they did. Yeah. And, and that was what I
2: said. But it's no, not the no. best bang for your buck pizza. I agree. Pizza. They're dumb as f- It's good what? pizza, but you're it's both just a mad you a
1: $30 large pizza. Yeah. It, there's no bang for your buck at all there. Yeah, you're but paying, it's a good pizza. You're though. paying a gajillion dollars for a pizza. Good, a good pizza. Oh, questionably. Actually, we ordered Panago the other day and... We didn't even finish it because it wasn't that good. You mean when I had... When j- Marcus ordered a large <laughs> pizza for every person that showed up pretty much. <laughs> I, did, I ordered too much pizza. Okay. No, I was talking about after the fact. Matt, Thomas, and I like here right oh, yeah. before the party ordered,
3: uh, ordered
1: yeah. two large pizzas. And I was like, oh, I put a little bit away for lunch tomorrow. I go back, open it up, all gone. So what you're saying is everyone ate the pizza? No, one person ate the pizza. Who was it? I don't know, but there was no crust eaten. The crust was oh, all there. Oh, so it was Jake. Boom. Oh, the crust I know a man was all who does there. Not eat the crust. All right. So as soon as I opened this, I was like, some motherfucker <laughs> ate my $30 pizza. Every time Jake judges me for what kind of food I eat, I just have that in the back of my head. I'm like, you don't even eat the fucking crust on your pizza. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, it's so childish. It's so random too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Anyways, that's okay. a very
2: bizarre fact about so Jake. So back to the best bang for your buck pizza, Little Caesars. No, they, no, 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 no. They just come out with a new crust. A okay. new crust. And I wanted to get your guys' reaction. So wait, in the, in the
1: past, they've had deep, deep dish. Yeah. Cardboard. They've had like regular, which is what are yep. And has. cardboard. And then thin crust. And stuffed. <laughs> oh, and stuffed. So okay. With cardboard. Now what how, have they got?
2: I don't know how to get this. Get the audio.
1: Audio? You're going to play a commercial?
2: Yeah. Here,
1: here.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, here. Yeah,
2: it'll play right through. Yeah, just
1: take that. Okay. It's gonna be fun listening to. Okay. Introducing. Oh, yeah. Down? Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. I got it. Introducing corn cob crust from Little Caesars. <laughs> what? Corn, <laughs> corn crust pizza! <laughs> I can't tell if this is real or not.
3: Wait, go what? wait what? Yeah, wait, wait, wait.
2: hold up hold up hold up how does that how did are they patched? did they just say
1: pizza pizza at the end isn't that pizza pizza thing no no little
2: Caesars has <laughs> always been pizza
1: pizza oh good god yeah corn
2: corn tell me Kate, another pizza brand that's doing it like uh, little Caesars.
1: okay no the reason no one does it that way is no one wants that is that oh, chilewack well, corn that's... though <laughs> 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 I, I might i might be invested if that's <laughs> chilewack corn Kate. no that is terrible and is it a it, five dollar hot and ready with the corn pizza <laughs> oh, yeah dude you can feed you your imagine family the guy that walks into pizza pizza what do you want a corn <laughs> on a cob of okay. corn okay to be fair you get your pizza and you get your side of corn it's like a vegetable with your pizza it's a smart idea yeah, who the fuck eats pizza and corn probably, probably caesar's people. people oh my no ab- absolutely not that's all not right. okay that was a you're never allowed to bring things yeah, up without running it by us. That was a great segue into our inbox. So, all right, we don't Ooh, have a lot of butter. time, so we're gonna we're gonna buzz through a couple questions real quick here. Okay, who do the Canucks need for defense? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> who should they trade? Man, you guys ask a lot of similar questions. I should have read this before we started talking about. Yeah, it. I guess that's the when you make a, a show for Canucks fans by Canucks fans, it's kind of tough when you. When you we get we, their questions after like, we've
2: already talked about, It them. seems like all Canucks fans are in the same boat. Yeah, I did see this though, and I took a look around the NHL very quickly to see who would be a good fit. And I'm saying Brandon Carlo. Yeah, really? They got a lot of defense over a there. A lot of defense on Boston. Okay, he's around the same age that we want. He's a six foot six. Those those tall guys seem to do really yeah, well. Yeah, they, they do well in um, Vancouver. So you know, might as well Myers. Yeah, that I mean, off that'd a quick be interesting. look, off a quick look, that that was uh, a choice, but I think we're probably going to get somebody in free agency.
1: Yeah, Boston will have to uh, definitely create some cap space for next season too. If well, they don't try they're, to, I'm they're going to sure. have
2: so much because everybody's going to retire. Yeah, off that Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure okay. Orlov's they're, a free agent at the end of the year too. Orlov's free agent. Freddy oh, G- Russians! He's going to retire. Orlov, Vancouver,
1: oh, let's yeah, go can sell him on that. I'm Great. pretty sure he plays the right too. Ooh. I could be, I could I'd be, be into him, but it, it would it would just depend on the price. But yeah, I, you're I, right. That would be a solid defenseman. I could be completely wrong, but Orlov and Quinn Hughes.
2: Do you think you got all the those, Americans and the Russians working together? You think all those players? You think uh, Bergeron and Krejci both retire if they don't win the Cup this year? No, no, I think they give it another shot. But they're I both think on their last year of their contract. C-
1: Krejci only signed a one
2: by one. Yeah, and Bergeron's on the last year. Bergeron's years, also still
1: a crazy good hockey player. Uh, I guess. I think they both stick around, at least for another one-by-one. One. If they win the Cup, then do they retire? Will we go out on a high? Uh, that's tough. I would say unless they both had somewhere else they wanted to play before their career was over, then yes, I would say they retire.
2: Oh, you think they go somewhere else in the NHL?
1: I'm not saying I think they do. I was, I'm was. i saying like if I were just a player, mm-hmm. if I had somewhere else that I'd wanted to play, mm-hmm. I would consider playing. There. Like, say Bergeron wanted to go home to Montreal. Right, uh, it, that then I'd say, okay, you know, I could see him going there. Further. I don't, I don't think it's, the captain of the Bruins can physically leave and go to Montreal. That's just not allowed. Actually, yeah, I, no, I, but I, I get what you mean. Like okay, yeah, put yeah. it this way: the Bruins win the cup this off season. Montreal wins the draft lottery and they get Bedard. If I'm Bergeron, fuck yeah, I'm spending a year in Montreal, in my hometown, with the next like face of hockey. Absolutely, I'm doing that. Yeah, fun
2: to watch. I'd be a very, probably one of the best mentors that Bedard could get. It, oh, that's
1: yeah. what I mean. If I was Montreal, I'd do anything to get Bergeron there to say like, hey, bring this him. is a guy that Let's we want to. bring Bergeron to Vancouver. Why? Why not? <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> Great enough. argument. I don't, Stanley, want no, I don't want no Boston. Actually, wait, I just Stanley Cup I pedigree. To for a Boston. All British. right, Stanley Cup pedigree. And then we, he can mentor Bedard in Vancouver. Great idea. Let's just bring the Sedins out of retirement. They do cardio a lot. Yeah, well, they're mentoring Pedersen off the ice right now. Imagine Actually, a line they, of Sadine, Sadine, Miller. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I thought you were going with that, but sure. He like smacks his stick. Henrik comes and smacks his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Henrik breaks his stick <laughs> over Miller's <laughs> head. <laughs> All right, well, speaking of Miller, this next question is about him. Okay. Do you think Miller can keep this gameplay up, or is this just a talk it bump? Alex, I'm going to let you go first on this one.
2: I think it's a talk at bump, but I don't see a reason why he can't still produce on a high level. This is a coach that when he got brought in, we all said that this is a Miller coach, that we think that he's going to do something with Miller mm. because he plays that hard nose style. And he, all he needed to do was tame Miller's personality. And it seems like he's been able to do that kind of. So I, I don't think that every... 10 games he's gonna be getting eight goals and eight assists however i could also see him still being a point per game player and then some under rick talkett
1: okay i i see where you're coming from and i guess i'll say that i'm on a similar line that yeah this is a coach bump i think that next year he'll still continue to produce well again not like he did that 99 point season but like yeah he could still be like an 80 to 90 point player for a couple more years that's, but, that's solid. But what I have to say is I still think that they should trade him in the off season because I think, and I've said this from the beginning that when this team hits its peak and is becoming a Stanley cup contender, he will be going downhill and that nothing against him, but just as players age, that is what happens to them. Right? I think they've timed it wrong with when they signed that contract. And I'm really worried that when it gets to that point, we're like, okay, we we're maybe one piece away but we have all this money tied up in Miller. And if we want to get rid of Miller, it's going to cost us a lot. And then what we get back isn't going to be very much. So I think that while I do think he can be a really good player in the league, I think he needs to go to a team that's closer to contending for a cup than we are, because that's, what's going to be best for him and this team. A question
2: is JT Miller American. He yes, either. he is. Yes.
1: Super American.
2: So you're telling me that we have a Swedish first line center. And an American second line center. That is what I'm saying, yes. On the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Yeah. Are you trying to compare this to the 2011
2: team? Oh, no. Because, Hell yeah, baby. We're closer to a cup than you think. If you try to think of what players most like Ryan Kessler, it's JT Miller. It's JT Miller. With more offensive upside. Yeah, more offensive yeah. upside. Less like,
1: defense, though. Yeah. Just Kessler. Good, just Kessler won a selkie. Yeah, yeah. but. Hey, JT Miller's penalty killing seems to be just as good. He's getting a lot yeah, of Yeah, he leads the league in shorthanded goals. He has like 5. Yep. That's crazy. Shorthanded penalty shot goals. There we go. JT Miller is the new Ryan Kessler. Okay. I I honestly don't see why he wouldn't keep up this pace. He's oh, he's shown since he's been in Vancouver that he can score and put up points at a at a high level. So, I I do see him the next few years for sure being able to keep up this pace absolutely um I think Miller's biggest problem and I think a lot of the Canucks players biggest problem that nobody's talking about was there was an issue in the locker room everyone said Miller was the issue in the locker room but I disagree I think it was Horbat now that he's gone now you that he to let go of this. this whole team has turned around right <laughs> absolutely not.
2: The whole hey coincidence,
1: I think not. I it think is, it so. is true. You can't
2: fight the fact that since Horvat has been
1: literally traded, the day he the left Canucks the dressing room, no, it was the day they had the coaching change. No, it was the day he he left the dressing room changed completely, and the, the players were all higher on each other. Pedersen was talking higher on Miller, Miller's been talking super high on Hughes. Like, all these guys are talking super high on each well, other. Because they're playing well again. Yeah, but that never happened before. Oh. Everyone was like, oh, Horvat will whip us if we say anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what they were saying. He's probably a lot more aggressive behind closed doors than than people, people realize. Because on the ice, he's so quiet and stuff. And, you know, that doesn't always translate to the room. Maybe You he's, think he goes into the locker room and he's just a menace. Maybe he's like John Tortorella once he hits the dressing room. <laughs> no. I don't know i don't know uh, i don't see it maybe that's why he's not scoring on the islanders because the older guys there are like bro get out of here I, I guess the one thing we got to say is none of us have been in that locker room so we'll never truly know but i would be willing to put my money on horvette not being a locker room cancer i would be i would be stunned if, if that
2: was true what if it's what is the name bolivier <laughs> yeah yeah what if he you did get is, that one right? If he's the reason that the locker room's so good because he is just the happiest. Go lucky. Everybody likes him and he's just brought everybody together. Actually, nobody's talking about that. That's true. And you know what? You know what something funny that I I kind of noticed
1: the other day? Um, Emma was showing me pictures of Alex when he was younger. Kind of looked like Anthony Beauvillier. I'll have to look at some pictures Ye- of I'd young Alex. I-, I could see it. I, I see I don't the resemblance know. there. I'll have to we'll we'll have to put that one up on our Instagram yeah. story later. Get some side by side comparisons. Yeah. So all right. Well that's enough. That's enough talk there. We kinda of rambled on, so we don't really have any time to answer any other questions, but we got a lot more hockey talk on the other side of the break. Right after a word from our sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here at Vancouver Boys Studios are all beaver buzzing. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast.
1: That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over
0: the salary cap. UC Saros is the best goalie in the NHL
1: welcome back from break everybody i'm here jake is finally jake finally joined us hello he decided to grace (laughs) us with his presence and for
0: that we're gonna let him do the talking to start things off with this week's goof of the week
3: what a goof
0: that's right welcome to this week's edition of the biggest goof of the week this is the part of the show where i go to find a story that involves a player coach team organization whatever what have you bring up that story with the guys and we have a chat about it and this week how could the, big of the go- biggest goof of the week <laughs> not be <laughs> Fanatics? Or I guess it'd be the NHL. Oh, be, yeah, I, I think Fanatics I is the NHL. biggest winner of the week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The biggest goof of the week being the NHL. What the hell were they thinking? So after next season, so after the 2024 Stanley Cup champion is crowned, yes. Adidas will no longer be the official jersey sponsor of the NHL, and it will instead transition to the certified knockoff brand that, <laughs> that is the uh, fanatics brand how the hell did this happen why did it happen and what can we expect for the next 10 years yeah this is a long deal
1: too most contracts that the nhl has signed with jersey manufacturers have not been this long and the ones that were long were not exclusive you guys might remember in the early 2000s ccm made a lot of jerseys But also Starter made some jerseys. It was actually a team-by-team basis. Uh This is going to be exclusive. It will be a total monopoly for uh, Fanatics. And like you said, yeah, it's going to be 10 years
0: long. My question is, so right now you can buy Fanatics jerseys on the NHL.com for typically $100 less than the Adidas jerseys. Right right? And those ones are designed for people who just, you know, they're not huge fans of the team. They just want to sport a jersey. They're more comfortable. Um,
1: yeah, you've really liked the yeah. the ones that you've worn.
0: Yeah, like I picked up... Like, Trying try to say he's a knockoff specialist over here? No, <laughs> yeah.
1: no, no. But like there, there's, there is a use case for them.
0: Yes, of course. Like, so we, as you guys may know, we have over 100 jerseys in studio. We love collecting jerseys. And for some teams where you know, we, we're not huge fans. But we still wanted a jersey. We like to Prince. drink in them. <laughs> we picked up uh, some Fanatics jerseys. And, yeah, like, they're comfortable jerseys. They feel just like a long sleeve sweater, kind of. Um, whereas, like, the jerseys that you're used to wearing, like the Adidas ones, those ones are designed to be a little bit more like, okay, this is my serious jersey. You either hang it up, you frame it, whatever. Um, but, yeah, if Fanatics is now the only type jersey and they keep making jerseys like that as, like, the official jerseys, they better not hike the price up.
1: My Arizona jersey is a Fanatics jersey. <laughs> yeah, so you know what
0: I mean, right? Like, they're comfy. They are. Yeah.
1: It's it's the comfiest jersey I've ever, ever here, owned. Here's the thing. I think that's exactly what's scaring people, though, is that they're thinking, okay, these jerseys are, like, maybe neat, like they have a market, but yeah. as a jersey collector or someone who's really into hockey, you're thinking, I don't want that. Yeah. Here's what I think people need to understand is Fanatics is going to have to make a transition here because they're no longer making jerseys that are simply designed to be worn. They have to make replicas of the real on ice thing. And the on ice thing has to meet NHL player standards, right? Because it is not going to look good on fanatics if the players start complaining about the jerseys they're wearing. Yeah. And I I think people just need to remember that, that the fanatics we know right now or the fanatics jerseys that we know right now are not the jerseys that they're going to be selling in the future. Maybe they will (laughs) still as like a, a discount version. But I do not see a reality where they don't have a more upscale and probably more expensive, authentic version. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, it's exciting to think about the fact that they could have, like, a premium jersey line that they're going to roll out. Yeah. Because, like, I cannot imagine wearing a Fanatics jersey and actually playing a game of hockey in that. It would get so heavy, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, they already are heavy enough as it is. I can't imagine once you sweat in it, right? Yeah,
2: I wonder what this does with... Like previous Fanatics jerseys, because as Marcus said, like those aren't like real jerseys technically, like they're knockoffs. So now that Fanatics is taking over as the NHL's main jersey uh, maker, supplier, I guess yeah. supplier, supplier yeah. 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 What happens to those previous Fanatics jerseys, and are they still they're gonna all legit now? but like, are they still going to roll out those like cheaper style jerseys just at a cheaper price now? That's what I think. But then that gets rid of like the the uh, the name or like the 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 back noise of like, oh, you're wearing a fanatics jersey. That sucks. Yeah. To where now it's like, oh, you're wearing a NHL. Oh shit, you got a premium jersey. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you got a premium fanatics jersey.
1: Like they they have the bad name now that they have the title. That's one Mm. thing that's notable about them too is all the jerseys they've given out. You guys have probably heard the term fanatics breakaway series or breakaway line or whatever that is what they call their jerseys. And it's almost a replacement for saying authentic because they're not authentic. They are the, an Adidas or a, a Fanatics breakaway jersey,
0: yeah.
1: right? So what I'm hoping they do is in the future, they should have three tiers of jerseys, which is similar to what other companies have done, where you have maybe the the Fanatics jerseys we know now, then jerseys more like the Adidas ones we're used to buying, like what you see in store, And then the even higher scale one that the jerseys or that the, the players actually wear that's got the thicker material. It's rougher. It's double stitched. Like there's, there's higher end levels to it. That is what I think their best course of action is because again, they don't want to be known for being the worst Jersey supplier ever. Right. And so that, that's what they should do in my opinion.
0: And uh, this story, you know, it came out, I think on Tuesday this week, Uh, There's been plenty of reaction around the league from fans online and uh, yeah, not off to a great start, but certainly worthy of the biggest goof of the week. So I should a quick question. What did happen to
1: Adidas? So they just not want to their their contract.
0: Yeah, their contract is just up. They only signed, I guess, a five year contract. So it's just up.
1: Oh, yeah. It's uh, that's another thing for the NHL that didn't really look good and definitely didn't help win them. Anything was Adidas opted out they uh, the nhl tried to bring them back to the table and they wanted out which says that they didn't yeah. find that their investment in the nhl was worth it yeah and that's really bad news for hockey honestly that the the monopoly owner jersey supplier felt like they weren't making money or enough money to yeah. to keep the, the business going
0: i saw a thing where the nfl mlb and nba are all made the other jerseys are made by nike Yeah. And NHL is the only of those four major sports that Nike doesn't make the jerseys. And Nike said that they didn't want to make NHL jerseys because there was no profit there. They've
1: also said they're transitioning their brand altogether away from hockey. Yeah. Which, which makes me question what's going to happen with the international hockey now, because that's all Nike.
2: I mean, they, they've tried doing like the hockey products. They didn't make any money on it. They're out. Now I don't think you can blame hockey for Adidas not making money because we did have that three years of COVID where that is everything true. in price went up. And now you look at Jersey prices now and they're so expensive and nobody was buying jerseys for like a whole year. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you were never going to get a huge profit in hockey. Like that's just not where it is mm-hmm. making hockey jerseys for big brands like Adidas and Nike. Like they don't need a hockey section. Hockey's not a big enough market to make like big money like they do with NBA jerseys right? Yeah. or even MLB jerseys.
1: Well, when you think, adidas when you think nike you're thinking nba yeah.
2: you're thinking the shoes
1: all the players wearing nikes yeah. they're all wearing adidas yeah. even football a bit i, I go to football yeah, a little bit 100 but baseball there's, there's, i didn't even know i didn't even realize baseball was nike until Oh, absolutely now. Yeah. but there's no there's no nike skates there's no adidas skates yeah like there's no adidas yeah. gear that you would wear for hockey there's no nike gear other than just the jersey wears well, all that, the other sports your entire setup can be Nike, can be Adidas. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Nike does own Bauer, so like Bauer is yeah. There's a division, of, yeah, yeah, but they don't, but they don't market it as if exactly, it's Nike. Mm-hmm. so it doesn't impact the brand the same way.
1: That, yeah. That's why I was really hoping it would be CCM. Like, they they have the AHL contract, which yeah. I find really weird that those aren't, yeah. like, connected. I like those jerseys,
0: too. Yeah. They make good jerseys. They're
1: good. They make lots of other hockey gear, so it's clearly something they're invested in, and they would yeah. want their product to be as good as possible. And they would have years of market research on it. Mm-hmm. And I know this is biased, but the best jerseys in NHL history were 90s jerseys. And no one will ever change my mind. All 90s jerseys, or almost all of them, are CCM.
2: I thought 90s was Coho. No, that was, Coho was early
1: 2000s. Oh, that was 2000s. Yeah, it was CCM, then it was CCM and Starter, which only had like two or three teams, and then Coho came in, and um, Pro Player came in, and then there was kind of four, and then the lockout happened, and then it went to Reebok, and then that was when everything was Reebok-Edge. I watched um, a whole YouTube video on this right before I came here. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah. In my opinion, that like you're right. 90s were the best jerseys, and then shortly after, with the two in the 2000s, those were the second best, second best era of jerseys.
1: Okay, it's more yeah. debatable, but we all agree 90s were better.
0: Yeah, the 90s jerseys were the best. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Biggest scoop of the week: uh, the NHL, just as an organization, for deciding to sign fanatics to a 10-year jersey deal.
1: There we go. <laughs> Ten-year deal. All right. Back to back to the NHL. Okay, Connor McDavid had some uh, some some bolds. Let's say a bold statement that he's been talking about for for years now, and I think now with the whole World Baseball Classic going on, everyone's talking about it. So this is what he said. It's what we've been asking for in hockey for a long time, right? Best on best. Did you see Otani versus Trout? That's sure. what hockey's been missing for almost a decade now. Yep. Like that was incredible. Like, yeah, to see two teammates, like unbelievable players, MVP caliber players, up against each other, winner take all. Like, bottom of the ninth, two outs. Yeah, Otani strikes out his teammate, so Japan wins. Yeah, we need that in the NHL again. We need to see the best on best. Yeah, especially since other countries are getting a lot better. Yeah, and so it, it's it's a lot more of a fair. Fair fight right now than it would have been five ten years ago where you had Canada kind of running over everyone. There's a lot of better teams now. Yeah, so it would be I don't know it'd be
0: really cool to see where where things end up. Yeah, like you just think about the rosters that have kind of developed in the background because we haven't got to actually see these rosters put together, but we've seen mock rosters. Yep. Like there's some crazy rosters that you you can look at. Right, mm. you look at the goaltending that Russia would have. Right. Yep. You look at the mm-hmm. the forwards that have been you know cooking and brewing out of Finland and even the defensemen too. American defensemen. Yeah, yeah. you, you yeah, showed yeah, me the
1: cheers. team yeah, USA it's, it's roster. Unbelievable. It's crazy. I
2: think they beat Canada easy. The US seven US game one. series. Yeah.
0: The US roster I, is pretty good.
1: I think Canada has a better offense because they've been around the block. They're they're a little more veteran. So right now, I still see Canada's offense being better. But the Americans have the goaltending and the defense. Canada, yeah, I was gonna say Canada's goaltending is maybe as weak as it's ever been in.
2: I would Tristan say like Justin Jari, baby. Years. It'd probably yeah. be the weak, weakest in the tournament.
1: It it would be close. Like yeah. think about it when it's our when, Hart, maybe. when Canada kind of went on it Jari and. Darcy Kemper Ooh, knows. Yeah. This is what I mean. The fact that we're trying to think of this, like it used to be Carey price, Roberto Luongo and Martin Brodeur, Marc Andre Flurry and Flurry came in shortly. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they almost couldn't even pick which goalies to yeah. bring. Cause Those they were the three all best top all in the
3: league. Yeah. Yep. Right.
0: And
1: then, yeah. And now we're like, uh, I guess we could take Carter Hart. <laughs> like, but I Like you got to watch out for that American offense too, because it, it's young. Yeah.
0: The yeah. American roster in general is yeah. insane.
1: Tage Thompson, right. Kyle Jack Connor, Hughes, Kyle Connor, Jason yeah. Robertson. Yeah.
0: Like with with Hellebuck and Net, like they they're going to be a good team when we do eventually get to see them. Yeah. Except for you know, hopefully Hellebuck we get being to see save. them
1: while they're still good. Yeah. Because right. the the NHL has already completely ruled out a, a World Cup of hockey for next year. Yeah. Which was hoped at the beginning of this season that they wouldn't, but they did. Yeah. So, so now we're like
0: 2026
1: basically that's what we're looking at maybe 2025 but usually yeah it even takes more yeah. more planning than that give a, no, a couple for... of years
0: to get into the league so he can make team canada yeah no i'm thinking for olympics 2026 is the next winter olympics oh in the
1: olympics yeah, yeah so i meant world cup but yeah. yeah the those olympics where are they gonna be again was it like paris that was
0: china no china can't be summer. china
1: again they've had like three in a row
0: china's the next summer olympics next winter i think it's paris yeah, I thought right. I
1: thought
2: it was Paris. I think it's something like that. Yeah,
1: because the next summer is Italy, and then I think it goes to Paris for the winter. Where's Cortina? That sounds Italian. Milano-Cortina. Yeah, that that's, sounds that's extremely Italy. Italian. Yeah, the 2026 Italy is preparing the host the Olympics. Milano. Olympic Winter Games. Wait, Italy's the winter? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They did the what? 2006 winter as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they did Torino in 2006. The one right know. before, you know, that's actually kind of crazy because isn't Paris Vancouver is the
1: 2024 Olympics?
0: Isn't Vancouver doing? Um, they're oh. putting in a bid for 2030. Yes, I think so. Yeah,
1: or they've they've talked about putting in a bid. for... Yeah, them. it's not. Yeah, Paris, Paris has the, Paris has the Summer Olympics in 2020, or in 2024. Oh, they have the summers. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, but that and that would be gets huge. The winters. Okay, if the NHL goes, podcast trip. To Italy? To Italy. Italy. Fuck yeah.
0: (laughs) Who's paying? Our sponsors? (laughs) Bet stamp? (laughs) Speaking of which, anyone make any bets this week?
1: A ton. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you guys do? March Madness, baby. I got a massive... I got a massive heater going right now. Yeah. 20 bucks pays out 191,000. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it's still locked. it's
1: she's, she's still going. We're one game in. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. March Madness this year
0: has been fucking
1: just crazy. Oh, dude. I've been, you know, those like Cal Cavender twins or whatever the hell. I don't know how to say their last name. They're two basketball chicks that play for Miami. Uh, yeah. I hadn't heard about. I them. do not. No. Oh, you know about them. Dude, I've been betting heavy on them every game just because they're hot. <laughs> and they're, they're the underdogs every single yeah, game. And they, they keep winning. Yeah. They just Wait. pulled off a huge
2: upset. Yeah. Is, it, so is there a women's them. March Madness? Yeah. Too? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh. oh, damn.
0: Cool. It, it's way more fun to bet. <laughs> 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 there's there's a lot more upsets from what I've seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you never you know what's going to happen. women's yeah. basketball, did you guys hear about that announcer this week? No. So no. there was an announcer who was doing, like, not an announcer. He was a, a news reporter doing a sports segment and he was talking about the women's basketball teams in his local area and he's like oh yeah and this team beat this team yada yada and then he goes now back to the real basketball and then he starts talking about men's basketball yeah so that guy he lost his job he got a promotion really yeah (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah no he yeah he got fired god damn (laughs) crazy what eh? a a
1: moron right we we love women's sports over here all right Yeah. yeah last week we were talking about the disgusting
0: chicks (laughs) Yeah. That was a couple weeks ago. All right. A couple weeks back. It came up. They
1: were so good. Um, and now we got women's basketball.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Miami. I think we're all
1: very realistic people where we want sports to succeed everywhere because we love watching it at all levels. Oh, absolutely. We're we're not all right. Sorry, I'll speak for myself here. I'm not gonna come out and say that women's basketball is as good as men's because I, I don't believe that it is, but I believe that they should have a chance to play. And I believe that people should go out and support them. I think that's great.
2: You know what the one weird thing about women's basketball is? You have to play four years of college before you can go play in the WNBA. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. I'm like 90% sure that's correct because there's this girl on UConn, and I think her name is Paige uh, Beckers or something like that. Okay. Okay. And uh, she's nasty, like super nasty. Like she's already projected Nasty to be, chick. Yeah. Like just <laughs>
3: nasty.
2: Um, yeah. Super good at basketball.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dirt nasty. We love it. That, love that was it. a very mom safe comment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Nasty uh, means good. Yeah, yeah, she's
2: like she's supposed to be like the next like great thing to come through women's basketball, but she has to play four years. Like she could already make the WNBA. Oh, wow! But she has to finish her four years in college. Interesting. Damn. I remember getting talked about last year. So I, I think I have the details right. I mean, could be making it. It up. makes sense to
1: yeah, to go that. through go through the college, get your education. Have have it all done so that when yeah. you get into the WNBA, just because the revenue is not as good, yeah, yeah you yeah, still yeah. have that fallback plan. Yeah, like, not not all the players in that league make a living wage. Right? Ex- exactly, that's just the bottom line. Yeah. I
0: could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that's what you have to do to get in the NFL. Right? Uh, you only have to play one year. Yeah. in the NFL, yeah. NFL is not all. Oh, I think bad. most guys do. You you have yeah.
1: to you have to play at least a year. You don't have to play. Oh, okay. f- mm. A yeah. billion. I don't think you have to finish your college. No,
2: there's because guys come in and yeah, because like, you can just like there's guys in the NFL. Like Joe Burrow came in at 24, and Damn. there's guys in the NFL that are younger than him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He went through the whole, yeah. the whole thing.
2: And then you got the guy who's on who's the quarterback of Georgia who's like 26. Yeah, that. see like He's crazy. <laughs> like, Senior Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah he's my age. He's my age. Yeah, he's 25. come into the NFL and be like. The 15th oldest quarterback yeah, as a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a late
0: like bloomer. Panarin. Late one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or Capriso. Kuzmenko. Yeah, he's so yeah. old he couldn't even win the rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. awesome. What else we got on the docket? I feel like we got more stuff we got to get to here. Okay. Uh, breaking news. We have breaking news? Yes. Do you remember the last go. time we had breaking news?
1: This is not good breaking news. Oh.
0: Do you remember the last time we were breaking news?
1: Huge Hughes news? Huge Hughes news. Yeah, that yeah. was when they announced, like, during our recording that <laughs> yeah. Pedersen and Hughes signed their contracts. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. All yeah. right.
3: Uh-huh. What, what's,
1: what's, the, what's the bad news? Yeah, let's see if it compares. Um, Blackhawks Nick's pride jersey out of security concerns for Russian players.
0: Whoa.
1: Oh. That is, that is news. a hell of a headline. Yeah, damn. <laughs> i it, this is this is tough i mean
3: yeah. i understand
1: the the logic behind the whole thing because these players they go back to russia they're going to get absolutely flamed by their country yeah but at the same point it's like
0: yeah damn this it, is
1: something that we're yeah over putting like awareness Canada, for and, and stuff US and, and, and it, like, it's a big yeah, it's a big NHL. part of people
2: yeah it's a big part of people's lives and And the NHL is really trying to move forward in that direction, making hockey for everybody. Exactly.
1: I I feel like this is tough too, because obviously the James Reimer thing has been a news story all week.
0: And was it Ivan Provorov a couple weeks ago? Yeah, that was
1: even further back. Yeah. But it's kind of, I feel like there's a different level when you're talking about a country like Russia and the state that they're in. Yeah. Right. Like even people like Ovechkin have not, really been able to come out and speak against it because they have family there they have connections there exactly and they could get punished for what he does so i i i sympathize with that a lot more than people who say that they won't wear it because of religious reasons put it that way yeah no for sure like i i mean it's hard because james river obviously came out and made that statement you know he's a catholic or or whatever his religious beliefs are and and that's why he doesn't want to wear it and i mean to each their own that's his religion i mean personally i would wear it i don't i don't
0: give a shit yeah
1: again okay. yeah. i'm here for everybody yeah i know we're all here for everybody I'm so the same it's way. like
0: it's it's tough too cuz like the nhl kind of has this unique problem where they're the only major league that really has russians that play in it right like yeah Bogdan Bogdanovich that guy sounds Russian no, he I is mean. not <laughs> I, I, just, I can't think of any Russian NBA players Zubak no nope. he's Serbian I think no nope. those guys are all Eastern European there might be someone like the MLS but for the most part like yeah my, my point kind of stands here right like the NHL yeah. really is unique in yeah. this issue there's a big population of Russians yeah, yeah. and I think it's important here especially oh, Timothy Mazgov. remember him Moskov, yeah, he's a basketball player, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he used to play for the Cavaliers way oh, back when they won yeah, the championship. Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He's not in the league anymore. Um. Anyway, but no. So kind of what I'm getting at here is I think it's really important for the league to kind of stand behind their Russian players and and support them. And if they make this decision, I think it's important for them to you know understand where they're at. Yeah. And and support that. And I think also it's on us as fans to realize the impossible situation that these players are in yeah and you know give them some give them some some space you know and and not hold them to to such an astronomical standard when you don't know them right you don't know what they're going through and um yeah just just kind of be a little bit more understanding and supportive which i think is what this whole movement is about is it not anyway yeah
2: i don't know i mean hockey's for everybody yeah I, i think so yeah they try to do what they can Obviously there's outside uh factors that kinda come into play a little bit, as you see with what Chicago's done. And there's always gonna be backlash. Nobody's ever gonna make the right choice. Like you can't please everybody.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Um yeah. I mean I'm I, I haven't even read that much into it. Um obviously it's happened previous, just not on a whole team scale. Yeah, which this I think is the first is time a whole team. Yeah, which has is so surprising, it. but
1: yeah, it's like you guys said, it's, it's a tough position for the Russians to be in uh, because, again, they, you know, they can face major discipline and even worse, their family could, their families, if they have any that live in Russia, can face discipline for their actions on that. And um, yeah, it's tough because, again, I know that we're four people who believe that hockey is for everyone. We don't judge people based on things like that. And, um, yeah, we, we want it to be a welcoming environment. That's my opinion on that. Hockey is for everyone. Yeah, I agree. Come at me. Hockey is for everyone, and I'll I'll, yeah. I'll fight with Marcus. Wait, wait like, why? No, we're we're not, agreeing. No, no. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I'm on your team. Like I will fight with you. Oh, I, I thought you meant not you were like, gonna fight me. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, not gonna fight you. I will fight with you. I understand. We're standing on the same side over here. Right. All right. Um, in different news, since we were talking about. The MBA and Russians, I I, I like <laughs> how this has become oh a, a I, tangent now. I know <laughs> I, go. I googled I googled this thing and there was this guy that used to play for the Mavericks. And name his name was Pavel Podkolzin. No way! No kidding! Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> uh, and he is seven foot five and he played one season Jesus. and averaged one point five rebounds per game. How do that you only average one point five rebounds per game at he's seven like, foot five? Yeah, bench
0: warmer. You're, you're like Minute Bowl, but you just suck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Except for you're a two hundred and sixty pound Russian. Yeah. Like Jesus. oh man.
0: Yeah. Unreal.
1: Okay, so now we're gonna talk about the player polls. Alex has got all the uh, the stats brought up here, so he's gonna ask us what we think, and we're, we're gonna try and guess on, on who the players are and Mind he's going to tell us what the players thought. yeah yeah uh, we have not seen yeah, any of I the results yet by the way so
2: i have no clue what's going yeah. on so jake yeah, have this you will be fun
1: no i have no idea okay, okay so it's only alex knows so he'll be quizzing us
2: yeah so i think they did it last year too but they pretty much just asked pretty like generic questions about like a certain player in the league and like the the nhl players have to like come up with who they think best fits that yeah so, I, I think it's an annual thing i'm yeah. pretty sure they do this every year so they have like top four players, so I'll say it, and then you guys can all give an answer, and then I'll say who the top four were. Okay. Uh, so who do you guys think is the most complete player in the eyes of the NHL players?
1: Most complete? Yeah.
2: Now, is a player a player, or is goalies count
1: in this? <laughs> I don't think a goalie yes, can be a complete be player. Yeah. So Tristan Jari yeah, can't be the agrees. best offensive Allmark. weapon, Linus Allmark. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Against the
1: Vancouver Canucks.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. okay, so sorry, you said most complete yeah, player? So most complete.
2: It's the most all-around game i'm guessing oh it's it's
1: tough maybe this is recency bias because we just watched him score a crazy goal but it's tough not to go with crosby he's pretty good defensively he's good offensively he can score he can pass yeah i was thinking along the same lines as like a bergeron but but i kind of want to say petterson I was thinking you might. I, I like your vote, <laughs> I but picked I picked him for Selkie. All right. Yeah. I, I like your vote, but I don't think all the NHL players are going to agree with that.
0: Yeah, I think that all the NHL players would agree with JT Miller. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Defensive liability. Yeah, there's the most angriest player in the in the back. <laughs> he's been better lately though. But yeah, we'll, we'll I'll, give, I'll give him We've that. already talked about that. Yeah, most though. improved defensively. That's what, <laughs> what,
1: you about, go. what about Nathan McKinnon? Nah,
0: he hasn't. He's been quiet this year. All right, we we got to okay, yeah, we got to yeah. move on though. Well, most I was waiting for Jake's response. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that's oh, like right. not generic, but at the end of the day, it's kind of. Well, hard it has now. to. I mean, it has to. Yeah, be yeah, it, Something. It's that, just
2: like the most yeah,
0: the we, most complete player. Yeah. yeah. There's one obvious
1: one that I feel like
0: no one. Nobody one's said on yet, Nashville but, is on this list Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew <laughs> Kachuk. I don't know that yet. <laughs> um, most complete player in the NHL. Ellie uh, Tolvanen. Ever since he left Nashville. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. I'm going to give you a shot clock,
2: I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, i We, go we with, have several yeah. questions to go through. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, not a lot, but... I'm going to go with Mitch Marner. Okay. Cindy Crosby was voted the most complete player. Oh. There you go. I uh, didn't
1: actually think that was going to be right.
2: I think it... Like, I, I think everyone's yeah. just like, oh, Cindy Crosby. Yeah. Let's yeah. jerk him off. Does it
1: show, like, <laughs> runner-ups or no? Yeah,
2: Yeah. so runner-ups were Patrice Bergeron. Uh, oh, yeah. Alexander Barkov. Okay, oh, so, yeah. so all the Selkie finalists.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, all the Selkie guys. Uh,
2: Connor McDavid and then Nathan McKinnon.
1: Now, I was surprised no one said McDavid. Yeah. Mate, no, well, <laughs> McDavid isn't the best defensively, though. That's yeah, the only he's reason. he's so fast, yeah. it doesn't matter. He's well, so good offensively, well, it like cancels he, out I feel everything. like, yeah, he
2: probably is pretty good defensively, but he's just so good offensively that everyone just focuses on that. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's true. Okay, so we got almost all of them other than Barco. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty Arvin good. Barco. And, yeah. yeah,
2: McDavid. Sure. Okay, uh, which player do you think would be the most impactful in a must-win game,
1: Connor McDavid. <laughs> it's kind of hard not to say Connor McDavid. <laughs> no so, one on the Toronto Maple Leafs. So.
0: Actually, Nathan. Must, McKinnon, no, no, wait, no, no. In a must-win game, Awesome must, Matthews is probably on that list. Who's no the most, most impactful. Who's the most clutch player in the NHL?
1: Nobody on the Leafs, but I guarantee you, Awesome Matthews is on that I'm list. Like, go, I'm going Who go, would you, go,
0: you? Who would you put out
2: in like a Stanley Cup Game Seven overtime? I'm going Brad, Brad Marchand. It's not a goalie, is it? No, it's okay. It's not a goalie. Nikita Kudrov.
0: I'm going Brad Marchand. Shan
2: Kucherov. I'm going to go dry sidle. Okay. So with 60% of the votes goes Connor to McDavid. David. Yeah. yeah. Shocker. Uh, coming in second with 11% with Sidney Crosby still. Oh, really? I don't understand it. Don't understand. Uh, he has three cups. The yeah. Jerk off Crosby. Yeah. Train. Uh, after him, Nathan McKinnon, yeah. Nikita Kucherov, Patrice Bergeron, and Austin Matthews.
1: The I don't even think he's a top is, ten player in the league, but whatever.
2: What As most impactful, I kind of, I kind of get that. Yeah, but the, he, the he's, thing he's not with Matthews impactful. Is with he's
1: so streaky? Other people on his line, he he's so hot and cold. That's the thing with him. Man, right? Man you doesn't don't even know, have to take a one timer. You don't Kyle. know which player you're getting out of him. That's all okay. I'm saying.
2: Uh, who is the top defenseman in the NHL? Roman Yossi. I will say right now that the top vote getter. Got sixty four percent of the votes.
1: Whoa, Eric oh. Carlson, Kale McCarr. No, if they're voting on this season, if it's strictly based it's on this, who season,
2: is the top defenseman
1: in the game? Yeah, it's not Eric Carlson. Hedman, then? No, Rasmus. Rasmus I feel like people. Dallin. I feel like people will have voted McCarr, but if yeah. it's based on this McCarr. year, it should be Carlson because he's on a terrible team. Quinn he's leading the defenseman in points.
2: Yeah. He anyway he just broke his goals. Yeah, it's probably McCarr though. Yep. Kael McCarr comes yeah. first. Victor Hedman coming in second. Roman Yossi coming in third. There we Damn. go. Uh, Eric Carlson fourth. Adam Fox with nobody mentioned, which I was quite surprised about. I hate him. Eh, I'm not really And then Rasmus Dahlin. I said that. Okay, Dalene. you know what? We
1: already talked about Quinn Hughes in the Canucks segment, so that's okay. But I de- I definitely talked about
0: that a lot. I, I would say that. that like, if this poll was more about like this year, especially like now like if, if they're asking who's today the best whatever mm-hmm. I'd, i would not put roman yossi on that list
1: i also wouldn't put eric carlson as the best defenseman he's the best yeah.
0: offensive defenseman yeah. Yeah. that's yeah, why yeah, quinn hughes wouldn't be it. on this list yeah, yeah. it sucks because i think like eric carlson he definitely there's 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 an argument there but the thing with roman yossi is like i've watched him over the last two three months and the guy's just so disinterested it sucks yeah his gameplay is kind of falling off a cliff. Well, this might make you happy. If you need one win.
2: Yeah, sorry. If you need to win one game, which goalie would you UC want Center. on your team? Yeah. You kind of lob that one up. <laughs> Psych! He did not make the <laughs> list. I don't care. <laughs>
1: I don't care. Yes! <laughs> All right. It would be Igor Shesterkin, and Ilya Sorokin. It would be so much funnier if the answer was Connor Holubik. Yeah, no,
0: don't care. Uh, I'm taking the three Russians. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be Vasilevsky. I need a number one answer. Vasilevsky would be my number one.
2: Shesterkin. Yeah, it's Vasilevsky. Yeah, Vasilevsky coming in at 50%. <laughs> um, Igor Shesterkin coming in uh, behind him. <laughs> then Mark andre Florentino.
3: <laughs>
0: this poll is ridiculous
3: And then
2: Connor Hellebuck. <laughs> and then Ilya
0: <laughs> oh, Mark. You not
1: <laughs> <stick out> with Jack <laughs> Campbell? You should have said Jack Cavill
0: Wait so What was the question specific, Like word for word if again If you need, if you need win. to
2: win one game What goalie would you want on your team
0: And they put Mark andre Fleury on that <laughs> yeah. list Dude, Wow Guys the GOAT the you guy, think the guy is. has single-handedly blown more playoff series than any other individual I've ever seen in the
2: NHL. Now, look, you got to think that these are the NHL players choosing these, and they probably have the outside factors of playing against Mark Andre Flair this whole time. Like, there's no rookies on this list. There's no like young. There's not a whole lot of young players besides Connor McDavid. Yeah, it's all been kind of older it's all about players. their legacy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think that has something to do with it for sure. And yeah, Sorrows, we'll think about it. Just, Two of them were Crosby, right? The, the yeah, problem yeah. with
1: Soros is everyone's just looking right over them.
2: Yeah. Uh, who is the best stick handler? Feel like Patrick Kane. Pa- it's Patrick not Kane.
1: still Patrick Kane though. This is the legacy thing though, right? It's like, got to be. Patrick if you're Kane. talking it's legacy, still Patrick it's Kane. Gotta yeah. be oh, it's got to be. Patrick, Kane. Still, oh, it's yeah. Patrick still, that's that, This is
0: stupid. No, Kate,
1: Patrick Kane is still no, the best still, fucking yeah, stick no, handler
0: in the game. I guarantee you that. The best, got right the best hands in the game. No, I think it's definitely Connor McDavid. I was gonna say McDavid. well. Yes. Yes.
2: Speed and stick handling. Yes. But, but straight stick straight handling? Straight stick
0: handling? In a phone booth? Trevor Segras. Trevor Segras is on No, the he, he can do neat
1: stick tricks, but he... I think he, Patrick Kane's the best in a tight corner where no one's moving. He's the best stick handler. Tell
2: me another player that can stop on a dime and do or deke out a goalie. In a
0: shootout, Connor McDavid. No, he yes, cannot. he can't, dude. There's videos of it. Not, and I will, sh- I will the way show that, you that them later. Patrick Kane makes the goal. Not full only are you wrong, boards. but you're also stupid. No, Connor McDavid is way better than. No okay, shot. I'm, yes. not, I'm.
1: I'm in the middle. I'm gonna say Connor McDavid is better, but I can. I can see the debate. I can see the debate, but I personally think Connor McDavid is better. I don't think Connor McDavid is better stick out than Patrick Kane. There's no fucking no, way. No, there's absolutely just his, no shot his, that he is. Watch stick, Sidney Crosby
0: be the first his, one on this list. His, no,
2: Patrick Kane's first, and then Connor McDavid is second. Yeah, his
1: stick curve. Alone, just doesn't allow okay. him to be. I've alleged. got a better zone entry than both Ridiculous. of them, though. Oh, fuck Shut me. <laughs> no, fuck. We'll get to that. What,
0: what do you mean? You've got a better zone all entry. All
1: right, I've, all right, fuck it. Let's go. I've got an idea. All right. Oh, no. Uh, no, a, no. A, no. This is how Marcus scores first goal. So, so uh, yeah, most of the people out there know that these guys are all trying to teach me how to play hockey for a beer league team. I'm learning. And when I got really drunk at Tyler's last weekend, we had a party. And I started explaining to some of my future teammates how my first goal is going to go. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I receive a pass as the first man into the zone, right? I'm going right up the middle. So yeah. you're offside. Okay. I'll give you a stretch pass from my end. Right. Tyler from the crease gives me a stretch pass. Okay. I'm in, not alone. There's two defensemen, right? Okay. So now I've got a problem because it's two on one and I don't know what I'm doing. So I do the obvious thing. I turn around and start skating backwards into the zone, and I'm getting ready to pass to one of my wingers who's coming in as I'm skating backwards towards the net. Marcus the centerman. Right, yeah. Marcus the the guy who can
2: skate backwards. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I'm going to learn that.
1: I'm going to learn that. So I'm skating backwards towards the net, and now they both think, oh, this guy's stupid, and he doesn't know what he's doing. So they're going to pressure me, right? right? Because they're thinking, oh, he's new. He won't know that we're going to come just take the puck off of him. And that's where I get him. I put the puck between my own legs towards the net and spin. So now they're skating away from me towards the blue line. And I'm in alone with the goalie. And Marcus trips over his own feet. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then Marcus I can do steps it. on the
0: puck. And then I can do whatever I want.
1: And then he, and that's dipsy my first doodle. Goal. All right. Yeah. Dipsy doodle. Yeah. That's exactly A little right.
0: Patrick Kane action. Yeah.
1: <laughs> little Connor McDavid. Yeah. Is that, is that Marcus Keller? Or frickin- yeah.
0: Marcus Naslin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wrist shots <laughs> yeah.
0: wrist shots only yeah, come in and sky it over the net and into the netting <laughs> i've got another idea where i come in
1: from the side and i go to go between the legs and i get the goalie to bite on that because i'm going to do it really slow but then instead <laughs> instead of shooting it i'm going to kind of flip it around like my foot that's closest to the net so while the goalie's going back playing the the inside the, or the, the between the legs yeah, shot yeah i'm going to pull it back and then go backhand in front of me oh
0: that's oh, wow that's clever Right, <laughs> he will that's never tricky. see that
2: coming. Tricky, tricky
0: guy. Yeah, Again, the tricky. defenseman is just—he's had his ankles no, broken Marcus, at the blue line. line. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mark
3: is on tr- a breakaway at this point. <laughs> uh, right. They're, They're still tr-
0: from the side.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <Cutting> <laughs> no, in, like the, JT Miller on a shot. The defensemen yeah, yeah. are still
1: trying to comprehend that I can skate backwards. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> well, anyway, sorry. Go yeah. back to the player. Well, this full. actually, this has to do with you, me, because you would get zero percent of the vote. Which player do you least enjoy playing against, but would like to have on your team?
1: oh that's an easy question okay again legacy wise it's easy yeah. it's brad marchand yeah but right now matthew kachuk i T- was i was gonna say brady kachuk Tanner's no.
2: fuck nobody wants no one on their T- Tanner.
1: <laughs> yeah except for the lightning who gave up an entire draft
3: class for him
2: <laughs>
1: anyway
3: uh, yeah Worth it's brad it.
2: marchand yeah coming in second Sidney crosby Connor <laughs> mcdavid
1: Oh, I would Okay, I would hate that makes to sense. play against
2: that guy too. Yeah. Uh, you guys missed a big one, Tom Wilson coming in Ooh, third. Yeah. I feel is like he's tapered injured off though. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, then we have Matthew Kachuk and then Victor Hedman.
1: Hedman, yeah. fucking Viking.
2: Yeah, he's a strong Yeah, I guess man. that would
1: be annoying like no matter what you do, you cannot get into
0: the zone. Yeah.
2: All right, now this is a fun one. Who is the most underrated player?
0: Oh, we just talked about this. Yes, yeah, so we my just talked this about list, this. But I'm thinking... Quinn Hughes. You know who I'm thinking? Miko Rantanen. He is so <laughs> underrated. He
1: is
2: underrated. Right?
1: But no one talks he's about
3: it. He
2: plays on a team season, with so many other stars, he's having a 50-goal right? season and nobody's talking about it. What is so funny? Oh. I don't even know.
1: Jake, Jake would have never said that if I didn't say it to him oh. this
3: morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Five minutes before we started recording, he was telling me about that. He's like, God, you know, Miko Ranton is like the most underrated player. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Dude, I love Ranton. And I yeah. i kid you not. He is so underrated. He, he is like the backbone of that team. Yeah, no,
2: he's nasty. He's been the only healthy player on yeah. that team.
1: But Barkov's probably on that list because he's always on that list. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah.
2: he plays in Florida. Barkov is number one. But number two may be surprising. And I want to hear you guys' guesses. Because I, this I has guessed. no legacy. Is, is it like a superstar player? I, yeah, I would call him a superstar, but no legacy. So. Kirill Kaprizov, no. Andre Kuzmenko, no. Jack <laughs> Eichel, no. But that's a good one.
0: Hmm. You, Tyler, you should get this. Ooh. Should I get it? Do you say Colton Pareko,
1: Jordan Kyrou? No, no, it's not. <laughs> a, it's not
2: a. It's Teach Thompson.
1: Oh, okay. uh, Oh, uh,
0: underrated.
1: Yeah. He's been no hailed chance. as a god yeah. this season. <laughs>
0: He's I, been talked about like tur- single-handedly turning that franchise around. Yeah, also making one point four million dollars a year right now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh, then Mika zabinajad
2: Okay. Sebastian Aho. Sure. Don't trust Aho. Braden Point and then Jesper Bratt. Braden Point, really? I Jesper. think just because like there's so many. It's the same thing as Colorado. Like there's so many big names on there. Yeah, I yeah.
1: guess he gets lost a bit. Okay.
2: Good old Jesper. Um, uh, there's one Canuck on this list. And it's, who has the best shoe game? Oh, I know this okay, answer. Okay, so I'm going to skip Marcus as our residential Canuck, Canuck uh, Marcus, you have fan. to know this. This is an easy answer. Who has shoe the best game? shoe game? Coming yep. in third overall va- voted out of the whole NHL. Shoes.
1: I, I actually can't even think of the Canucks ever focusing on that. Like their PR team ever being like, oh, look at this guy's shoes. Like I, I can't ever even think of that. I, I, I like the way that Tyler's getting this excited. I would think it's going to be like Kuzmenko. It's
0: got to be Tyler Myers.
1: Yeah. Oh, is why? It? Because he has like size 19 feet. <laughs> nah, dude, I was going to say Dakota Joshua. <laughs> oh, wait, why would I have said Dakota <laughs> Joshua? It's honestly, it's probably
2: Patterson or some shit. Yeah, it a- <laughs> it's Oliver Ekman. Lugard-
1: what?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, this dude's just third best ripping best Yeezys. Yeah, are right. coming in with the third best shoe game. Dude, I, I
1: need just to look up just, shoes. just because when we were talking to what's um, his nuts he was wearing some sick Jordan ones oh um Joshua yeah okay shout out to you Dakota Joshua future podcast guest by yeah. the way we are 100%. having him on the show yeah yeah he's gonna be, yeah, he'll be, be fun yeah. stay
3: tuned
2: <laughs> is that it yeah I mean who who's number one on that list
0: number one's Austin Matthews Ugh, I mean uh, there's a couple other who's ones number but two? it's
2: like it's not that big uh, number two
0: is David Pasternak I can yeah, that, right. that makes sense. they yeah, both just kinda shows up wearing a fedora every game. So people go, ah, he's got style. He
1: also wore the ridiculous thing to the Bruins outdoor game a while back. I think Everyone he just has like a loud that. personality and yeah. it shows in his
2: clothes.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: And then Matthews is just like everything he does is sponsored and pumped into the media so hard that yeah. like yeah. you could say Austin Matthews in toothpaste and you'd go, Oh yeah, yeah, I think he's in a toothpaste commercial. You know, like <laughs> you, you could you could say the randomest shit. And you could probably picture it with Austin Matthews as like Marcus, the cover I, guy for I have it.
0: a challenge for you. No. Say something nice about Austin Matthews.
2: I got one for you. I got one too. I, I, I like, got one
0: too. I like his hairline. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, moving on. <laughs> hey.
2: <That's>
1: what, what? <laughs> I envy his hairline. <laughs> yeah, okay. Great. Great. <laughs> yeah, and not many people not many people can say yeah. that. <laughs> welcome to the joke everybody in case you
0: didn't get it before oh Oh, that worked out well
1: yeah what was the other nice thing I should
0: have been able to say that was uh, was it I don't know okay (laughs) okay
3: Oh yeah. Okay. Do we, is there yeah. any
0: more on this player poll? I mean, there
2: is, but like, none of them are that interesting. It's like, yeah, okay. who's the best locker room guy? Yeah, who knows? But you know what? Yeah. You've
1: been asking us our thoughts on all these. I kind of want to know if you have any thoughts. Hey, we want some- thoughts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just gonna run through this because. Uh, Why? <laughs> Why is that? It's the just so funny. I, I have so it. much fun thoughts. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts. I
2: like that because I don't want to say it. <laughs> all right great it's, it's
0: tyler from now well, on yeah. as soon as it became thoughts you were like now nah, i like gold stars yeah, yeah no we're it's thoughts
2: <laughs> okay three thoughts uh where do birds land on the food chain they fly who eats birds besides humans think about it uh about it. <laughs> why is there not Human a why is there not a madness birds? of hockey chickens
0: they can't fly. <laughs> yeah, You are like the only flightless bird. And they're so, on the bottom of the food chain. People eat the only pigeons, thing below them is bats, eggs.
2: Duck. <laughs> a.
0: Too ducks, soon. <laughs> duck,
2: ducks fly.
1: Ducks. You
0: duck?
2: Geese. Yeah. There are a lot of birds. Yeah. I don't want to eat any. Who anymore. else eats birds? Think about it. Uh, March Madness of hockey. How fun would it be to see like WHL uh, bracket AHL. Or sorry. WHL. QMJHL. And... Uh, CHL and, 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 else. NCAA. and a one or Holy one game shit. elimination hockey tournament. Okay. Oh, well, for there
0: is a bracket for the NCAA. They have like the frozen. Yeah, four. But that's NCAA. I'm yeah, thinking we're, of like Canadian.
1: We're, like, we're one you're trying year. to make yes, it yeah. bigger. CHL. Like the size yeah, of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All yeah. North
0: like, American minor hockey. Every or, no, shitty no, no, team like, in the like, world. Like, like going into drafted,
2: like instead of having the Memorial cup, make it a one game elimination between all of the top 10 from each division or whatever.
0: Yeah, that'd Hockey's, be pretty crazy. Or, or every team, really... every
1: team just makes it, but it's an um, elimination for yeah, like just something like that. All yeah. NHL no included. A, just Nobody's in. everyone.
0: Just, all thirty-two <laughs> yeah. teams in. Yeah, the fucking Metro Boozers yeah, <laughs> versus the
1: Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I think our I think we got them in the goal. Yeah, Not the yeah, plot yeah, just, of just Mystery Alaska. What? Mystery Alaska. The, don't the the it, I, don't, Mystery I don't think Alaska. we have
2: time for that. Uh, Whatever
0: that is. I do all right. What's your, th- what's your third thought? Wow. Uh, okay.
2: Gustavo Borgs for coming second in the 1992 <laughs> <laughs> Summer Olympics 100 meter freestyle.
3: Hey, way to go. <laughs> yeah, we'll Congratulations. Give it up Gustavo Borgs. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> well done.
0: <laughs> We're here for a Brazilian legend. Is that because of the whole Borg trend?
2: No, that's just a random. It was just a thought. Yeah. Okay, all right.
0: <laughs> you guys have seen that Borg trend, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah those are pretty yeah. funny. Yeah.
2: yeah, pretty funny. They're all over TikTok.
1: Your birds thing is still pissing me off. I don't really get that. People one. People don't. What other
0: animal
2: or species or whatever eats birds? Like, where do they? I fall feel like on the a lot of chain? things
1: eat dead birds. Like, they wait but for that's them to a dead die bird and then they who who? Yo, you the eating birds? live birds, <laughs> Alex? <laughs> who, who is are eating you? The are birds? you going out who's and just killing bite the birds? The heads off of chickens. Who is killing the birds? Birds eat birds. They die. They no, die no, in nature. No, On the
0: food chain. Birds, birds eat birds. But so they have That's their own true. separate food chain.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like Is fish. That, there's always a bigger fish. You've heard that saying. No, I'm but sure. then there's
2: sharks. There's whales. Like there's different species. Those are breeds of fish. Uh, no,
0: disagree. What are you talking about? If it, it swims, it. it's a fish. The, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> the more I think about it, the harder time I have defending. The point where, like, I Alex is being dumb, like, he's kind of right. Yeah, because you know, what? where not? do the birds fall on the food chain? I, 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 I
1: think th- they are their own food chain, yeah, they, they have to yeah. be right. There's got to be a fly but then, food chain. but then when they die, they, there's already, but there's, there's got to be like, we're not talking about dead animals because <laughs> every single dead animal just becomes the bottom of the food chain, they're just they're bottom yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, just it's all of the food. about, okay. like, uh, and birds
0: aren't an apex predator, they're most of them are herbivores. You know? Yeah, they don't, what like, do eat say?
2: each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm just boy.
2: helping them out, you know? Yeah. I don't need help. You, I've proven the point. Yeah, Where I, do they I, fall in the food chain?
0: Okay, damn. What a way to wrap the show. I right. think so. Yep. Well, if you, genius. if you know, yeah, email yeah. us, <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious, yes, right. we're trying to figure this out.
1: So yeah. Email us at Vancouver boys podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us a DM or find us on any of our other socials, you can on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or Twitch at Vancouver boys podcast or on Twitter at Vancouver boys underscore. Yeah, we really want to hear your guys' opinion on that. So, <laughs> well, like, the more you think about it, <laughs> so
2: reach out. The the birds can eat fish, but fish can't eat bird. <laughs> Big fish can. No, no actually, I've, actually,
1: I've, I've, just, I've seen, seen a shark jump
2: out of the water yeah. and eat a bird. I guess, but that's not like on the food chain. And that is a fish. Yeah. That is not that's a, fish. Not a fish. <laughs> <laughs> fish. Sharks are not. Well, oh my all God. right,
1: I'm, I'm done. Actually, yeah. well, we I've seen a salmon song. drown an eagle.
2: Okay, but this is not a food You've chain seen thing. Salmon <laughs> drown
1: an eagle. It was in a YouTube video, but it's happened. Because eagles can't retract their claws, so if they grab a salmon that's too big for them to fly with, that's it. Wait, you- they can't retract their claws? No, are they an airplane? What? <laughs> How do they what? drop the- anything? Or do they just do airplanes to- have claws? <laughs> no, but they
2: retract the wheel.
1: No, yeah, like they have, So it's, it's a like a cat how like airplane. they can do something where the claws like come out. Yeah. And I guess they can't pull them back in like instantly. Yeah, they have like a long time. Tr- that
2: well, makes me uncomfortable. Birds. No, pulling a, pulling a claw in? back in. Like it just doesn't seem right. This can't go anywhere. This conversation no. doesn't seem right. <laughs> right no. No. Thanks
1: for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace!
0: Come watch us on Twitch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> These are the worst sign-offs ever. That was perfect, though. It's <laughs> fine high. All right, I'm going to go eat some sushi now.